at least two, three photos of you in your house wearing them. I'm not you wearing them like or what your what your them on your feet. Yeah, it may not be dead dead stock, but it'd be brand new in box level. Right, right, right. At least one photo. I haven't yet to see one photo with somebody. Photo? Out here and stuff for I, them, besides I, I the have, guy. I haven't seen like a full person in it. You know how they a do full the, person? You know how they do the 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 the, uh, the, the leg down? <laughs> so you know somebody's actually wearing them. You just don't know whose foot it belongs. Melania. <laughs> Melania. <laughs> Melania. <laughs> and if it's a tall, skinny leg and stuff, it might be barren. That kid's tall now, though. He's tall. He's taller than Trump, isn't He's he? Tall. <laughs> Holy. Install, but I, but you're right. I was expecting to see at least one like rapper in it by now. Kodak just, Black. I just stunt, just you know. Kodak you? Black. Yeah. He partnered Kodak Black. <laughs> he should have bought a shoe. You can't win. Talking a good game. You can't win. Topics never lame. You can't win. Win, 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 win. Hi, I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Pot of His Son. So let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe, all the above. All of that. At Particle Sons Podcast, all streaming platforms possible, particlesons.com. And YouTube. At Particle Sons Podcast. How are you today, sir? I'm here, man. For those who don't know, this podcast is on another level. It's everything <laughs> deal. To, there's, there's levels, levels to this. There's levels to, <laughs> there's this. Levels to this. Apparently, there's the level of like, yo, I don't know what's going on. Nothing is equal. Nothing, nothing is equal. Uh, nothing is no, equal. No, we don't believe in equality no more. No, no. My Martin Luther, Martin Luther King shirt means that's, that's, nothing that's, to you. Right. It's just for decoration. It's just, it's just for the fans. It's the Dorn fans <laughs> that we got. For the fans. It's just for the Dorn fans that we got. <laughs> so, Okay, let me ask you this. And this is one of my things I've learned for myself. That I don't want to have any hierarchies to my love. Right. Remember you saying that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I look at it stuff like there ain't no levels of stuff to my love. And I try to make it like Everybody that. Equal, everybody's equal. And- well, I look at it as if I'm a ride or die for you. Right. I'm a ride or die for you. Right. Right. From like my mama to my son to you to like very good, not even friends, family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's without a doubt. But then that would be the level that you, if you reach that level, that family status level. No, nah, it's two levels. <laughs> is it two levels though? I'm about to say it's, it's, Cause it's the level below that is none. the ones you're not riding for. There are other people I don't fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? It's like, I'm personal. There's two levels to Marv shit. Nah, Either he's riding for you or you're not. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And I guess if that's the levels, then I guess there's levels to this for real. Are there hierarchies to your love? Nah, not no more. One time there used to be. So you'd be like, I ride or die for you. I might catch a charge for you. I might lie for you. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> depending on the week. <laughs> depending <laughs> on how I feel that day, that morning when I wake up. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, it's like, when it comes to, I want to say hierarchies, right? Like, um, I think I always think about like, was it Maslow's yeah. hierarchy? Maslow's Law. And I look at it with those hierarchies and those levels to that. And most of the world's kind of based upon that. And then we have, um, what's with the Indian folk? 
what is it called, man? Their their system, how you can marry, you can't cast. Ma- cast. The cast system. There's a cast system. That's hierarchies and stuff. Whatever right. to that, whatever. Right. right. So I'm like, there's levels to a lot of this. There's the levels to a lot. I of don't shit. want too many levels in my world. So <laughs> maybe that's the reason I won't fit in particular places. No, no, no. That's 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 probably the reason. Cast system. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, you know, cast is like who's in the show, who's in the movie. When somebody told me about, like, they got a cast system and stuff, I'm like, starring who? Like, at that time, I only knew, I knew, um, Asha Arai, Arai, the, 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 the Indian woman with the, with the, with blue green eyes, blue gray eyes. Right. The most, she was known as the most beautiful woman in the world. Right. Time. Yeah. I was like, there's cast system to that? They're like, yeah, not everybody can marry yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I was nah, like, nah, really? Not, not everybody can marry that. Uh, yeah. Really? It's insane, man. It's yeah. like, I forgot what they're called, but they're like they're um they're probably the darkest of complexion when it comes to the Indians. I, f- I forget what uh what they they named them within the caste system. Yeah. But they're considered skin like, tone untouchables. Is a they call them the untouchables. I don't know if you've ever heard that term uh-uh. before. Only so, a mafia movie. So I can't remember the exact name, but it's something like it it would it would be like something like the untouchables. So like you like they're undesirable, like you don't mix with them, you don't and wow. saying they're grouped by themselves, and like they're no, like I'm at right. the I bottom. So, what if you have like billions behind you, like you know, and you're an untouchable? They don't want to touch you, then though. Well, no? I mean, you t- e- e- either what, <laughs> either join join in or get rolled on. Yeah, yo, yo, roll <laughs> or get rolled on. Yeah, man, like the hell. You call me scum, untouchable, and stuff forever. And I stand on my billions. Yeah, oh, just... send me your petty daughter. Send me <laughs> all the women in your family. You whistle and just, you know, everybody just raise up from the back behind you. <laughs> he has an army. Damn right. There's levels army to this. Untouchables. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, levels, there's levels to this. <laughs> Yo, let's get to this, man. Right. Um, start the polls. First poll of the week was, are people lonely or they prefer solitude? And 67% said solitude. How do you feel about that? You know, when I, I originally said lonely, and then when we were talking about it just uh, the other day, when you broke down like. Prior to it. Yeah, and you broke down like how how you seen solitude working its way. And I was like, you know what? I think, yeah, there, there are a lot of people who are just don't want to fuck with anybody, you know, and just want to keep to themselves. And, mm-hmm. and they're, they're okay with it. I think that was the deciding factor, whether you're okay with being alone or you just, you're lonely, right? I feel like a lot of people are lonely. You feel like a lot of people are lonely? And that's, I would choose on the lonely side because the reason being and stuff is that I know people personally and I don't know people personally, but let's say the people I know personally, they do things just to interact with other people. Right. Right? And I remember I had this conversation with somebody years ago before the pandemic can't remember who but they were telling me and stuff they're like <clears throat> you know a person's lonely when they go to work on their birthday hmm. because good, good, good indication well because so indication. i looked at them and stuff and i was like like give me your reasoning behind this right and they're like think about how many people that would probably chase you down and be like what are you doing or even like a best friend or your woman when they're like yo I'm going to make breakfast for you in bed or something like that. Or I'm going to get you catered to right. and all the above. You shouldn't be working. Like they would want at least to absorb some of your time yeah. to let you know that they love you. Right, right, right. And you're loved yeah. on your 
date of date of birth. Right? Yeah. Now, if you have nobody to do that now, at least some kind of acknowledgement will come by and stuff for like, say you bump into somebody, like shit. You know what? I almost forgot today's my birthday. No, the motherfucker woke up. <laughs> like, no one's gonna tell me <laughs> happy birthday. But you know, it's just the interaction and stuff with right, people. Because right. if they took the day off and nobody called them, no one spoke to them, yeah, no one acknowledged them. I don't think that's solitude. I feel like they a lot of people want to be seen. And I think that like if they're seen. seen, a lot of people like to be seen. And if they're seen, I think it's solitude. If they're not seen, it's loneliness. She has some people that just really love, I don't know, I don't know why, just really love work though. And like, we'll go to work, but like throughout the day, we'll have like, you know, get the little one or two messages coming in. Yay, happy birthday, happy birthday. And then after work, they might go in and socialize. Like, shout out, shout out to Veli. Like a couple weeks ago, like the, his birthday was on the Friday. Okay. And we'll usually hang out We'll usually hang out at the at the bar after, you know, the working and stuff like that. Maybe have one or two drinks. But he didn't have that on his exact birthday. So he went to work on on the the, the Friday. Mm-hmm. And instead of going to the bar that evening, he said, no, nah, he'll just leave it to Saturday when he knows everybody else is kind of off and free from work and then kind of joining them. So I guess I, I guess there's sometimes when you have some people like, will just kind of like do that work thing, even though they're, they're not necessarily lonely but i get what you're saying though like if you don't have nobody to kick it with whatsoever and you, you you're just filling in that whole void by going to work that's what i said yeah. like when i was looking at the person who said it i looked at him like mm, and i started watching right because right. it's against my religion to work on my damn birthday like right. you're, you're yeah. not you're not catching me right ever right i did it once yeah just to see what it felt like. Try to be like the most interesting yeah. man in the world. Just to see what it felt like. Yeah, because I was like, I've never worked on my birthday. So I was like, you know what? And I, I think it was my 30th, possibly. Okay. okay. I gave it a shot and I was like, no, I like it. Because I had to stop what I was doing to answer the phone for everybody calling me happy birthday. Right. And people telling me they're going to come by and drop off liquor or right. alcohol right. some other shit. Yeah. And I'm not home. I'm at work. You're at work. So I was like, yeah, we're not doing this again. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was dope though because I want to say like the people that knew they uh, brought me a cake. And I'm lying. I worked twice on my birthday. Okay. Once during the pandemic and once like on my 30th and stuff like that, whatever. So right. I remember because during the pandemic, it was, we're social distancing because I remember my birthday is April 29th. Right, right. So when social distances, people have masks on. I was like, fuck, I'm supposed to blow out these candles now because they lit the thing. So like, <laughs> did I use a paper plate? I'm yeah, like, all right. Plate. And I just fanned it out, whatever, right? They're like, yay, not a cake. We can eat our cake at our desk. Like, we're not. We can separate yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. But it was at least the acknowledgement from the peoples and stuff like because they know my punk ass will not be in. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we finally got you and stuff, whatever. Aha. Now nice. you have to be here. Nice, so nice. it was, it was understanding. Yeah. Yeah. But right. I, I feel like, yo, a lot of it's some somebody said this to me, and I heard this. They said, loneliness is the new smoking. Some spaceship will form is slowly killing people, slowly causing your body harm. Hmm. I was wondering where you were going with that. Okay. And when they said that, I was like, shit, they're like, yeah, like some people, they put up with fucked up relationships. Yeah. And the fear of the loneliness. Yeah. Right? So... And some people, they wish they at least 
had something or someone yeah. to cling on to or hold on to to kind of, I guess, give them a feeling of like significance. Mm. Right? The solitude folks, like I, I always look at stuff as like, yeah, it comes to a point where a lot of the people, the solitude people just say, I'm going to a hill. Fuck you guys. Screw the rest of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just go sit on a mountain and just be like, yeah, I don't need you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm over you guys and stuff. Because they've, who is it? I swear I heard it was a CeeLo. I heard, I feel like I'm hearing CeeLo Green in the back of my mind. But it was something like, something like, like, um, in the self-therapy, when he's saying like, hey, is he that I knew too much or I didn't know enough? Right. Right. And I feel like when you didn't know, when you don't know enough and your mind is open, you probably try to explore, mm. feel, understand, learn. When you know a lot, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> you know, I was about to ask you, okay, okay, with the whole, this whole loneliness thing, right? Mm. Do you think we're, it's more lonely people, just as much lonely people or less lonely people? And let's say for a particular person, they, they, didn't realize how lonely they were until they seen social media. Because I see with a lot of people, like, mm -hmm. they realize, man, I'm looking at this and I'm seeing all these people together having fun. Mm -hmm. Why am I not one of these people together having fun? And then you have some people who were just never, never social at the beginning because they, they felt it awkward. And then this whole social media thing made it easier for them. So now they have a little bit more friends. Maybe they're not as lonely. Maybe they, they found their tribe. So they're not as lonely as before. Do you think it's like, do you think it, we're heading to a point where we're seeing more lonely people because of how, you know, you know, it's, it's, we're almost, I wouldn't necessarily say segregating ourselves, but in a way, segregating ourselves Segregation right? ain't that bad. Yeah, in a way, segregating ourselves, but looking at others and saying, shit, my life's not like that. I mean, look how much people are surrounding that person, adoring that person. Shit, I don't have no friends like that or nobody adoring me like that. Right. You just, you just answered it. Mm. I don't have anybody mm. like that to call on like that. Right. If you open up your phone and stuff right now, let's say if you looked at something that Looked like a sociable party or a gathering and everything like that with people cheers and drinks and everything. Right, Can right. you pick up your phone and call, let's say if it's five individuals, could you pick up your phone and call four individuals to go do that right do that now thing or right today now. Right. or within a few hours? If right. your answer is no, you're lonely. Right. Right? Yeah. If, if the answer is yes, you can, whatever, then you're choosing solitude. You're choosing solitude. I look at it stuff as, don't look at like, again, I don't know if I'll, we've always said it though, but like you can't look at a person's followers. Right. Right? You have to look at their friends. Right. So you have to look at where I might follow you. I might not know a damn thing about you and stuff. For their, and you might be hoping and wishing. Like, I had people come in my DM. Yeah. Like, looking for, like, friendship on some stuff. I like, and, and I look at it as and then, where... And that's the... Okay, so that's the, the assertiveness part, right? Like, that's maybe somebody who's lonely and does not want to be lonely and sees that, okay... You're like, you're a fun going person. You look like, you know, you're a good not, time. Yeah, you look like you're not looking to shut down nobody if, if the conversation is interesting or stuff like that. Let right. me reach out to you 
and then see if I can just I, I can make that sort of connection. Because the the other thing I was going to ask you is, do you think the loneliness is because people might be to, uh, tend to put themselves out there and and make that communication? Because again, if you find your tribe, okay, right, and you're looking at the tribe, and it's the, the it's the people who you just said at the bar, and you wish, man, they look like they're having fun. How come everybody's like so friendly there? If if like you if if that's in your feed and you communicate with a few of those, what's from stopping you from saying, hey, what bar y'all at? You mind if I come come in and join? You know what I mean? Oh, the people. Yeah. Oh, I think that that's a separate kind of conversation because I look at it as where even to that, it's um, we were told not to talk to strangers, right? So that's why for adults it's hard to make friends. Like, pet, uh, right? Check this. So let's say. You do a location at a restaurant. Yeah. So picture a restaurant and stuff in your head, whatever, right? Location. And you look at like the last recent posts from like, let's say that location. So let's say, pick a restaurant. We'll, we'll, we'll say for lack of... Thing, Carbone? Carbone. Carbone. You'll see some people who might take photos of their thing. Somebody might be celebrating a friend's birthday. It might be a group gathering and everything like that. Yeah. You're at Carbone. Right. You've probably liked the person's phone. You'll see, you're like, oh shit, you're probably in the restaurant. You're looking right. like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's that yeah. party over yeah, there or yeah. whatever, right? You walk over there and say, happy birthday, Katie. Creep! <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to strangers. So you're like, oh, don't mind me. I follow you on Instagram. Yeah, I, I like no. them. <laughs> no further questions. The address is gays. Loneliness, man. Yeah. Loneliness. It's, it's like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's real because. If like even I wish you know we lived in a proper like I'm gonna say proper a better world right where that could pop off and stuff whatever like yeah, shit, if I'm right. celebrating my birthday me myself personally I don't mind if you tell me happy birthday yeah I think my peoples might be a type of way like if I'm at a take like say if you and I some peoples up at there and like one guy's like yo I've seen you guys did a post right happy birthday yeah you mind if I join you guys everybody's gonna be like who the fuck is this guy so, what's his name. We don't know you. <laughs> but even part of me might say like, yeah, yeah, until I realize the degree of conversation. Right. Now, if he goes into like some other shit, be like, yo, on, what's the last time I post something on Instagram? Because I really don't post that much and stuff, right? But let's say my lion coat. Okay. Be like, yo, I seen that lion coat you had and stuff, whatever. Yeah, that was bad. Be like, this nigga is a stalker. <laughs> is he a possible serial killer? What did I do? And you're not laughing with the fear of like <laughs> So we're here by coincidence, right? <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. That the whole thing, don't talk to strangers. Right. It has its pros and it has its cons. Yes. Yeah. But I look at it stuff as I think, what was I say for my generation, they just threw it out there with no theory behind it. Right. Right, and then the parent, the parents, or like the guardians, just jammed it down like the the youth's throat. Right. So now, as adults and stuff, whatever, like the world, we know the world works or not. What you know is who you know. Right. But then, if your parents are telling you to raise you, don't talk to strangers. Some of the people won't even cross over. Right. So now right. they become in this this uncomfortable state. Like I have to talk to people. I have to interact with people. You get what I'm saying to kind of get what I want. Right. Yes, yes you do. You do. You do. But the assertiveness and stuff, whatever, is already kind of taken away or stripped away. Right. Slightly when you're saying, don't talk to strangers. Yeah, yeah. 
So I, I look at it like in a better world, you kind of looking like, yo, we, we can probably, um, what's the word they always say? And I always feel like people don't know the devil. Discern. Discern. <laughs> have a discerning eye. Yeah, have a discerning eye. To see who's real and who's yeah, not. Peel back those layers. You can't, in a, in a short interaction and stuff with people and everything, but I look at it stuff is where you tend to know who you're dealing with, have an idea who you're dealing with. Right. From the degree of like questions or conversation you have with a person. Right, right. Right? Because now when you start stripping away layers and stuff, like... You now realize, like, shit, we're all just ordinary people. Right, right, right. John Legend cut the check. Even just, like, even looking at or just viewing somebody over time. And I, and I figured it out, Marv, with, uh, with we, we we got a neighbor. Shout out to uh, Gangster Granny, <laughs> chain smoker. And I figured it out what it is, Marv. I, I figured, she hasn't seen you enough to, to, to feel used to you. To kind of have that ice, that ice broken. So to you, you're still the stranger not to talk to. Me, on the other hand, <laughs> so I, I recently got the the high. So we, that 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 ice has been broken. I think she's seen me enough and seen that I've, I'm not menacing. That she wants to say hi now. So, so I'm menacing now. I, I think you're still menacing to I'm her. Menacing. To her. To her. It's Black History Month. It's, it's because I'm black. <laughs> tell your gangster granny. Tell, tell gangster granny to yeah. let her know. Yeah, let her know that. We are all peaceful, just like you. Just like you. Right. The ones that choose violence, they make rap songs. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> <man. laughs> Ah, man. And it's all... Uh, I, again, if we don't have any interaction, yeah. we don't know. And you, you we're bridging the gap, yeah, right? Of course. Um, I think for me, the last thing I would say pertaining to the solitude aspect is that the ones who do choose... To me, the ones who I do see that choose solitude... Right. When they're ready, they're selective with who they're ready to interact with or socialize with. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think by then they've probably understood and stuff, whatever, like, yeah, this this person's not for me. Right. This person is for me. Right. So they won't have to interact with everybody and to, I guess, to I wanna say a fake social eye. The person looks kind of standoffish, but you know yeah. your interaction with that person. So like solitude and stuff, I don't put that in the same category and stuff as loneliness, but loneliness is a real thing that we need to really look into. Address, yeah. Like I look at it is where, uh, you know, they say the strong ones check in on people and stuff. Some of the lonely ones probably don't know how. Mm. And because they haven't been practicing, it's awkward. Right. So it doesn't look graceful. Like right. I guess to a person like myself where, you know, I have the, what is it? The gift of the gab. It would seem so smooth. They're like, oh, Marv can do that. Marv can talk to random strangers and everything. No, it takes practice. Yeah. And I've been doing it so long that I've gotten here. Practice makes perfect. Right. Give it a shot. Right. Turn day one. No, turn one day into day, day one. Into day one. So, that, that. On to the next. On to the next. The next one was, do you view your education as an ornament or as a compass? And eighty-six percent said a compass. Eighty-six percent said compass. We we right. we spoke about yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. and the funny thing is that I looked at is where um this is my opinion. Right. I've seen a few individuals who answered the question whatever time I did look at it, 
And these people are in a well-off, respected career. Okay. Some based the, upon their schooling. Based, based from what I know about right. them. Okay. okay. And to know for a fact that, like, yeah, their education and stuff was a compass, kind of, you know, they're in their world, they're in their realm, in their landscape and Got stuff. It. When you and I, we spoke about the last episode about it. Right. Um, I feel like the ones that I've seen that saw it. Right. And what I know of them, right? Where they're, and there's no, don't take this the wrong way. If you feel like this is towards you, whatever, where yeah. you feel like you've wasted education or your education didn't put you in a place where you needed to be, right? So they just viewed it and left it, right? 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 And I looked at it and stuff as where I feel like there's more people that, that, that know that their education is more of an ornament mm. than is a compass. Mm. Right, what we spoke about like last week, because I looked at it where my education pointed me to places and stuff where I needed to be, or I always looked at it stuff as where if I did learn something that needed like a piece of paper, that got a piece of paper certificate, diploma, something like that. Right, it helped me point to a direction. Right, right. So it was always a compass and stuff for me. Right, I know a person who has a bachelor's of arts and does something else. <laughs> yeah, like. like uh, a telemarketing call, job. Right, right, right. And they've said to me personally, they never seen this kind of future for them when they were going off to school. Right. Right. But I mean, it, it, in a situation like that, though, was it just a, a compass and you weren't able to follow the direction and not an ornament? To be honest, your answer yeah. is to a person and stuff whose self awareness is high. Okay. So think about a person whose self-awareness is not that high right. to be like, my education, I'm not going to waste it, but there's something I'm missing or something I'm not seeing right. that might pull me into a direction and stuff whatever, where your education will still be used as a compass without you graduating to go in this field yeah. to seeing that this field wasn't for you because you saw something else, still a compass. Right. So I always think I always think about back to um, my brother-in-law. He had a, a friend that was in university for to become a, a geologist. Okay, and he said like he did he, like his whole life he was just interested in in rocks. I guess rock formation and that sort of stuff. But we know like it's got to be like a it's a very niche field. Mm -hmm. And then within that, it being a very niche field, I'm pretty sure it's highly competitive to, to get into specific places to work. So once he was finished, he couldn't find, I, and I, I don't know to the level of his, his search or the, his paralysis or his paralysis look, looking for such work, mm -hmm. but he could not find work in his field. Yeah. And he just ended up, you know, to, to what I, I was hearing is that, he ended up kind of just kind of losing it after a while because, you know what I mean? Like was, mentally? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like he would just be, he like they would be amongst the, like Yikes. a group of friends and, you know, they'd be talking and, and all, of a, all of a sudden he would just like tell you a composition of the rock that's on the ground with nobody even asking or anything like that. <laughs> and he was just like, mm. he was just so in tune with just like, that was definitely what he was going to be. So when he couldn't find that, like, the satisfaction of of what he wanted to be, you know, working with, like, 
it just it kind of pushed him. I don't know how he is now, mm-hmm. right? Or to to if that if he's ever found work in that 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 field. But again, now like especially with it being like so so niche, like how do you find direction now with something like that to say, okay, I can't get into like the beers or whoever needs would need like a geologist or someone who would who tests rocks. <clears throat> I mean, well, that's what they tell you. I believe that the mate you have your majors and you have your minor, right? Right. So if you minor in something else and stuff, whatever, that should be like your fallback kind of go to kind of thing. Right. Got it. Okay. Within that landscape. Now, if it, it is unique and niche and stuff, um are you is the person willing to do what it takes? Because let's say for example you might be in a super niche market or you, the market might, you might be super small right. and niche. So niche that you got to move. You got to right. leave right. wherever you got your education from. You probably have to leave and go amongst wherever the hell, right? Because I look at it, stuff is where, um, with Indiana Jones. Yeah. Geologist, I think, like, he went to like a basic university. So I can't remember where. But he's never in America. Right, right. Right? Your job and your degree or whatever your market is would take you outside where your home is. Right, right. Are you willing to venture off? Again, this compass of yours, your education of yours, is it going to point you to the direction and stuff or is it just going to be something you just post up and like, I have a degree in geology. And that's why I asked if if, if this is the case or is it more of a case of the compass was post what was pointing you in that direction but you did not have the wherewithal to see it through the, to, to to how you should have what does that you know, word mean wherewithal where, like where, wherewithal yeah yeah what does that mean i hear people say it i'm always scary and stuff with it like yeah i don't like how you you humans speak i would say like like like, like you have like the, the the wits or knowledge about something okay yeah okay because i look at it stuff as where if you have the knowledge of your particular niche, right? Education or market that's where your degree or education is supposed to work for you. Yeah. You gotta know that it might not, it's not an everywhere, everything. No. So, like, let's say, for example, nursing, everywhere and everything. Right. Geology, not so much. Not so much, but you're, but you, but you are right. It's going to be a situation where there will be areas in the world that need it. And may yeah. not have the, the the qualified people to fulfill those positions. So it's that now it's got to be on you. Okay, well you know what, there is no room for me in Canada, but there's tons of mines all over the place and all that, over the world. And this is why I dig stuff like Indeed and all these other type of places, like these job places, because right. before they'd be like, we'll just post and we'll hope somebody finds it, right? Yeah. And now the internet is where they have job markets. Right. And just put these things out here and be like, hey, it's up to you if you want to risk it for the biscuit. But I mean, we're at this point now where the Zooms, the Skypes, the Teams and stuff right here. Yeah. You can have your interview kind of session and stuff from there before right. they have you traveling to like, I don't know, like Calcutta. Right. Yeah. To go research and stuff with the landscape and stuff where the rocks might be there. And you're right. And it, and it, the nose, it, it's not so much looking at looking for local talent rather than looking for the best talent. Yeah. And that best talent could be coming from anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. As long as you're willing, you see it now, willing to relocate. As long as you're willing to relocate. Yeah. <laughs> to where to where the work is. 
Yeah, I think I think the opportunity is is much more there, and you know, it's I think it's much easier to to make that compass, follow that compass direction. Yeah, I mean, if it take you like beyond your mark, I look at it as where, in order to be old, you got to be new sometime, right? And whosoever has to just at least try to give you the shot, whatever, compared to like you being old new. How are you gonna how are you gonna get old? How are you gonna get the experience? And no one allows you to be the new person, right? Right. But I look at it stuff as where some doors that they closed in your world, maybe that you can use, let's say, to the to the person, right? Or to the geologist. Okay, I can't leave Canada for specific reasons. Right. But I've interacted with such and such person and everything. And they was like, maybe if I add this in, I could just probably be a professor. Mm. And teach other like-minded people right. about similar type of things because my minor is in something else. So right. I don't know, major in geology, minor in philosophy, and you know, you'd be like the Greeks and their <laughs> stone structure, the limestone, whatever. You what know, was, what was the stone man thinking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right. So you can tie in. And that could be like, you know, my well, I, in my heart of hearts, it was geologist. But then I realized I prefer to touch minds and inspire minds to be greater than myself. Right. Compass. Compass. But if you ain't doing shit with it yeah. and you're in something completely different. Ornament. Ornament. All right. Let's get to the weekly scheduled program. Yo, do you Good. still care about the NBA All-Star Weekend? That's the first thing I want to ask you. Not really. I thought so. No, not really. Everybody's losing their thunder from, from yeah. the NBA All-Star Weekend. Why don't you... Tell me... Do, okay. Would you want... What would you want to change? What can... If I was Adam Silver... Yeah. What would you tell me to do that... Can I keep you to watch the NBA All-Star Weekend? Keep you glued to TVs? You know, I wouldn't mind if they did did like a like a mini tournament style. What's mini tournament now? Like it, as opposed to like you like you have the all stars. Okay. Right. But like, let's say you have like maybe second and third and fourth team, and then now all of these people, it's like that weekend is just a tournament, and the all stars have to actually win their games. To get into the, the that that final game, so we you could have like a, a Cinderella team of, of of like maybe just second all team, okay, and they win like a, like a trophy that, that uh, the All Star trophy that we get as opposed to the All Stars, like something different as opposed to just stars on each side. Mm. Then I'm not. It, it's not. It's no longer a competition. It's just like it's it's a matter of show, and I think that's I think that's what for me. There's no competitive in it. Oh, so you think the competitive edge and stuff is just gone? Yeah. Like for the game? For the main game? Or the, the main every, game. everything? The, the main game. And I would say everything. Okay. It's like... Like, nobody really wants to compete, like, in, the, like, the dunk contest. Like, compete, compete. You'll have, like, just the people who are just... You heard more, about Stephen A., what he said about LeBron? I, I heard something... Similar, but I don't. Maybe, maybe they don't know what he, he said. So maybe no, he just, just basically said that LeBron ruined the dunk offs and stuff, whatever. For everybody now, no All Star wants to participate in the dunk offs. And at one point, it was Jordan and Dominique 
You had heavy hitters. Yo, Kobe, you, were, you were happy you to bring home that dunk. You had all-stars dunking. Dunk yeah, yeah. You now were you happy have, to have that dunk off trophy. Now you have the G League <laughs> champ, Matt McClung. The great White Hope. The Great White Hope since Larry Bird doing it and doing Black History <laughs> Month. Black History. Back dunking back. on you Negroes. Back. Talking back about white men can't jump. Have you like seen Drake? that? No, I, I look at it as stuff as where I hear what Stephen A is talking about. Yeah. To put it all on LeBron, I feel like I put that more to the league. I feel like the league can dictate a lot of things. Right. Right? And let's say, for example, if the league said, hey, we want you to be in a dunk-off, what are you going to say? Yeah. They're not going to do it? Yeah. And then the league's like, okay, well, we've asked all-stars to participate in the dunk. It's the league. It's the Who's league. bigger than the league? Yeah, yeah. Right? So I look at it as I was like, mm, the league ain't pushing in this stuff, whatever. If you really want the all-stars to kind of participate and partake, I feel like... um, Yeah, but I think the league is not pushing it. I mean, because simply we're going back. Like, back then, like, it was, it was a competitive thing back then. So people wanted to bring home that slam dunk trophy. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's not as, like, Nobody has that that competitive nature, so the league now has to say, okay, now we we need you superstars to go into the slam dunk contest, as opposed to them just willingly want to do it on their own. And I think maybe that's where Stephen Smith was coming yeah, from. Yeah, but he was blaming it on. But I can't blame. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah, you can't yeah. blame it on any one star because he's like, not just the, the one star. Yeah, there's so many other superstars. Yeah, like, yeah. If you look he's at not just the one game, star. Like, yeah, um, Giannis is not doing it. No one else is doing yeah. it. Whatever. Jalen Brown shocked me. He shot and I was me like, too. I was like, good for you. He shot me too. Because he's the first all-star in such a long time, right? Right. right. So I'm looking at like, yeah, this is what we need. This is what we want. But to me, I think Which like, is because they still compete in the three-point contest. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why when you're saying the competitive thing, I was like, nah, I think they're competitive. Like even no, in the well, three-point no, contest. If, there, if there's any game that if there's any segment, I would say that's still competitive is the three-point contest. And so for me, I feel like the dunk-offs because I've been watching it. I'm I'm gonna put it on myself. Right. I've been known to dunk off. I was born in '85 when Jordan Dominique was doing a thing, whatever. Right. right. But I look at it stuff as where I feel I've seen a lot. Yeah. I seen from Blake Griffin jumping over a car. I seen Dwight Howard like you know with the the two hoop dunk. Like, like I've seen a lot. Yeah. So I look at this stuff as like, right now, I'm not seeing something I haven't seen already. Right. So right. I feel like most of that luster for the dunk-off, I think the dunk-off should not be the last thing on the, on the skills night. Mm. I feel like it should be damn near the second. Second or last? Like, I feel like the point guard stuff and everything like that with the 3-3. Three, three, right. Keep that there. Yeah. Dunk-off's the second. That... Sabrina and, and Steph thing. That's is that, you think that's gonna be a, th a thing going forward? I I would like it. You're right. I would like it. Whatever, because I look at it as where this competition now proved that men and women are both nice. Right. Right. And think about it. If you saw, all right, let's say if the qualifications and stuff for the women to do this. Remember, this is. Men, NBA, All-Star yeah. Weekend, right? Yeah. Picture if you have the women now saying, like, if you win the women's three-point competition, mm -hmm. 
you can partake. So it won't be like say say somebody else won. Right. 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 And it's not Sabrina anymore. It's such and such versus Steph Curry. So it's the best of the NBA versus the best of the WNBA. Okay. So now, I was and, gonna ask you, would you would you keep Steph or would you would, would it be like the, the whatever three point champion? Whoever it, whoever's the three point goat is. And okay. right now right. it's Steph. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. <laughs> change my mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You to go. You so go. I, I look at it stuff like, let me say it right. Who to go? Go ahead, say it then. Who the goat? Who the goat? Who the goat? But I look at this up as where Steph is the greatest or 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 the best on this side, right? On the on the men's side, and Sabrina is the best on the women's side. Let them compete before the the three the the, the main the three, point competition. three point competition. Smooth. Yeah, I feel like the All Star game game itself. Um. Depends on a person. I've seen some years where I've seen LeBron go hard in the paint. Yeah. Like he's treating like a regular game. So I feel like it depends on the person. And I see some years stuff where LeBron just threw shit off the backboard and dunked to himself. Yeah. yeah. Not taking this serious. Yeah. Right? So it just depends on the person. I guess. But I'm saying like if like I want to know like you're you're an all-star for a reason. Show me that you're an all-star for a reason. You know what I mean? Like play to your all-star capability as opposed to Well, they got to voted just... though. So I mean yeah, look at that. If you yeah, got you're voted. Right. You're right. The people who felt like you you were all-star enough to be voted. Right. Right? So that's what I look at it as. And that's why I like the whole fan concept of the NBA and their thing. Because it's kind of like, no, the people who are watching be like, I can say, yeah, Smooth is the greatest person that was playing. But Smooth riding the bench for like every now and then compared to like, I see somebody bust their ass every night diving and sliding and stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah. You show me your worth. Yeah. And then I'll vote for you. Right. It's like a people's choice award. Yeah. <sighs> ah, well. Larry Bird is still the goat. Is, is Larry Bird the white goat? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I, I think he's still the goat. I think he's still the goat. Name a Caucasian oh, and, better than Larry and, Bird. And, and so before I even go there, um, the 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 brunch that they, they do every year, the All-Star brunch with the, um, the veterans, mm. one of the... Uh, one of the um, ABA League veterans, when they were on the panels, he was even suggesting that they should have a, a veterans three point contest. A veterans? Yeah, let the veterans come out and shoot. Like the retired vote. Yeah, like the Larry Birds, like the um, shoot where? Shoot, a part of All Star Weekend. Just have like a, like a like a veterans three point contest. I don't know. Some of them, you know, you know? sports is kind of behind them. Yeah. They just sports like in their glory day. Like I look at this stuff as where. I think Jordan has a camp, right? Possibly. So probably I think possibly. I think if Jordan has a camp, I think that's probably the reason why Jordan is probably still limber and agile. Like, right, right. Like, yeah, because Bird came up and he said, I had shot a shot in 15 years. Okay. And like, get Larry in it. Larry, Larry. Larry came up and said, I had shot a shot in 15 years. I don't know what y'all talking about. No further questions defense rest of his case. That's what I'm like, nah, that's, that's not happening. Though. That's not happening. They're like, yeah. Pay my dues, my body done tore up and everything. Probably, possibly, I don't even want to hope to say it, but some doctors might be like, you can't never shoot another jump shot again. Right. Like, this will fuck up your back and your arms and stuff in one go. And like, I'm doing it for a brunch? <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, if culture, if it's culture over politics, right, is the game, mm-hmm. do you think... Trump won black voters over with these sneakers? Because I thought about it because All-Star Weekend, right? Right. Um, the sneakerheads would know 
But I look at it as an all-star weekend. A lot of people, a lot of players have an all-star addition or a colorway. To like sport. around this time, because you have Black History Month. Right. You have Lunar New Year. Right. And then you have All-Star. Yeah. Right? So it's a lot of transition and stuff that time. Right. Much, much just for like NBA and sneakers and stuff like that. Right? I thought about pertaining to Trump because there was a headline, or not even a headline. I saw it myself on... Um, Forget. I think I, I think Fox, I know what you're talking about. On Fox yeah. News, yeah. he's like black people buy sneakers, so the black vote would be up, right? right yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do, I do, mean, so do you I mean, do you agree if, with it? If you didn't vote Democratic, you weren't black. <laughs> Remember that statement? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then Jordan, Jordan, Republicans buy sneakers too, right? Right. right. So I look at it stuff as where I don't know where do you. For me, I don't think this would increase his vote. I think everything else that's going on yeah. has already increased Trump's vote. Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't think this was the catalyst to make black people say, oh, I'm going to vote for Trump. No, not saying that the overall catalyst, but yeah. I'm saying like to even sway even the, the younger culture. Because right. the thing about the younger culture and stuff, the problem is the younger folks do not do vote. Do not vote, yeah. Now you're looking at stuff where presidential candidates be like they're making some shoes oh and there's hype beast type of level listen I can see them going out and buying the shoe but still not vote <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. so I don't, I don't think it would sway like black voters anyway in regards to when he had when he had the shoe I think it was just really good marketing and really a really good advertisement move to just have that sneaker drop during the all-star weekend during the sneaker con I mean what more, as a sneaker and a basketball fan, what more could you ask for, right? It's like, it's like, it's one of these things. It's just, it's not ingrained in that whole ethos of, of the weekend, right? Like, you're not going to remember, you're not going to speak about this Super Bowl, Super Bowl. You're not going to speak about this All-Star weekend and not remember the Trump shoes. Well, they didn't come out the same weekend, though. Right? No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying okay. you're not going to, you're not going to remember it and, and not remember the shoes because even though it didn't come out the same weekend, a lot of conversation was happening around the same time, right? So I haven't like, seen nobody rocking this. Business. I haven't seen, and I was just the first because they, they thing said I was like, like, "Who's like, going to be the first one?" Well, because they it? said it sold out, right? Right, and the one dude there at the sneaker con bought that autographed pair, right? But the other ones and stuff, I was like, "You haven't seen that impression rock them things like the the Astro Boy boots and stuff like how fast they were quick to rock those." Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm thinking right now somebody's negotiating a price. Fake news. <laughs> because Fake whoever news. bought those first, Fake how news. much how, how much they ever they release, you know the majority of those are resell right now. Boss, okay. Even if you're gonna resell them, yeah, right. You wouldn't stun on the gram and stuff, whatever. With like at least two, three photos of you in your house wearing them. I'm not you wearing them like or what your what your them on your feet. Yeah. It may not be dead dead stock, but it'd be brand new in box level. Right. 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 At least one photo. I haven't yet to see one photo with somebody photo? out here and stuff I, besides I, I the have, guy. I haven't seen like a full person in it. You know how they a do full the, person? You know how they do the 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 the, uh, the, the leg down? <laughs> so you know somebody's actually wearing them. You just don't know whose foot it belongs. Melania. <laughs> Melania. <laughs> Melania. <laughs> And if it's a tall, skinny leg and stuff, might be barren. That kid's tall now, though. He's tall. He's taller than Trump, isn't He's he? Tall. <laughs> Holy. He's tall. But I, but you're right. I was expecting to see at least one like 
rapper in it by now. Kodak just, Black. I just stunt, just you know. Kodak Black. Yeah. He partnered Kodak Black. <laughs> he should have bought a shoe. He should have bought. <laughs> Yo, um, I want to discuss some things with you. I want to. I want to talk about. Um, let's talk about soap operas. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Are soap opera actors and actresses still recognized? as regular actors and actresses because we said there's levels to this. Is there levels to actors? Yeah. It, it, there's really there's levels to actors. So can you can you give me your levels that you see? Well okay, I mean because I, I, I see to me, yeah. if I'm gonna give it a level, Broadway, right? Camera. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. I'll do uh I'll do Broadway, right? Okay. And then I'll do um vaudeville, which is like maybe what? vaudeville, which is maybe like a step below Broadway. You do like the you do the circuits, but you can't you haven't quite reached uh Broadway level yet. You know what I mean? You haven't been called up to the big leagues. So yeah, yeah. And then there's is that then, Shen Yun? <laughs> Shen Yun. <laughs> And then I would say for like for like film, yeah, I would say there's 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 levels to films too, right? Like you have your the your blockbusters, which you have your tubies, you have your tubies. You guys are wrong. Actors are actresses to me. It, it, no, no, no. They're, they're actors. They're just at different <laughs> pay scales, <laughs> and your pay scale is determined by I that's guess the level. Act, yeah, I guess the pay scale is the, the, dependent on your acting ability. So okay, if you play a movie extra. Right. In a Marvel movie, yeah. right? Let's say, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do better than extra. You have like a one-two role where like, let's say, I don't know, if they're doing like some scientific type of stuff, you're that one person that's always eating in the scene and you have one line, yeah. right? Marvel cuts you a check yeah. for 50 racks, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. For this movie, yeah. right? But then... You jump on a soap opera, right? And you're that guy who's just washing, like, like cleaning the tables and stuff like that. And you always have like that little one liner or you know, like a wise yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. And you're the, the guy. You're the local guy that on. works at the bar. Hold on, <laughs> local guy that works at the you're bar. You're the local guy that works at the bar. And the soap operas are cutting you a check for one million. You yeah. got paid one mil. Yeah. For your soap opera job, compared to your fifty racks for your silver screen job. Right. Right. You got more on 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 the on the soap opera job, so that means your level is high. Soap operas are higher than that. That that, that means you're um you're stable. <laughs> <laughs> the horses. <laughs> that, that means you're stable. That means you can depend on this that that check. I don't don't get me wrong. I think the soap opera gig. I think that's a really good gig. I it's think that's great. I think yeah. that's better than some of that some of the acting gigs that you may stumble upon. And if, then you if you can land a soap opera gig, unless your character is somehow written out some way somehow by some nefarious means, you're pretty much on that show for life. But what if you know you're better? What if we'll call you for sake of argument, Shamar Moore? Shamar Moore. <laughs> you saw more for yourself than just a pretty a handsome light skinned dude. Right on daytime. Right, you saw a silver screen. You saw prime time. Right, you saw commercials. Yeah, yeah. 
What if you saw more than just that? Well, I mean, if you saw more than just that, then you're, you're probably going to make or try to make that transition. I think the one thing with with the soap opera gig is that it's easy, I, I believe, to get typecast <laughs> because you're playing that one particular character for so long. You know what I mean? It's like nobody else will see you from any, anything else. Like we joked about this the other night when 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 um Shamar was in the um Tyler Perry movie. They gave him cornrows. Well, that's because nobody wanted to see him looking like the the, the Shamor of Young and the Restless. First of all, that was a pioneer, was a pioneer. of the man unit. They didn't perfect it. <laughs> they didn't perfect it. But the, the, the heart it was, was kind there. Of bulgy. It was kind of bulgy. The and heart raised, was there. The were kind of bulgy. But we got a Shamar Moore that was a hard worker. You got a, the hard worker Shamar Moore. You know, we didn't right. get no criminal minds dealing everything. Like, we got a, we got a hard worker. Like, I just want a good woman. To be good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's fine. I mean, that's that's fine. And it's, that's fine. It's, it's still, why are you saying it's, like it's that? It's still within the soap. I don't like how you still said within the soap opera lane. <laughs> it's still within the soap. It's still within the soap opera lane. You know, it's not okay. Hard. So what about criminal criminal minds? Criminal minds. See how much action they, do they give him in criminal minds? They, they let him bust a gun. They let him bust a gun, and they let him do some high speed chases, and they let him run after a few people. Okay, so that's a little bit. Depart- that's a departure from just the regular soap opera. Exactly, that's, that's a departure from the regular soap opera. Someone was the goat. <laughs> no, so go, go ahead, go, say it, dude. Go Who the goat? Who the goat? Go Who the goat? <laughs> Yo, why you? Why you? Let him be great. Samar Moore did silver screen. Did prime okay, time. You, you know what? I think uh, what we never mentioned is the ability to work with A-listers. Because I think a lot of a lot of times they may not be the A-lister in the movie. Yeah. Right? But they may be working in a movie that has an A-lister. Like how many movies can we say Shamar has been in, in one of those? First of all, you're gonna get the GOAT's name right. It's Sh- Shamar. Shamar. Okay. <laughs> Sh- Sh- that's, 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 no, you just that's, had to call him, man. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I, I just the young and the restless days is when I stopped. Shamar Moore is an A-list actor, is he hey, not? He's not an A-list actor. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's not an A-list actor. Will Smith is an A-list actor. Fair. Will Smith is a yes, goat yes. too. It is Those shoes are not the same. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shamar. The truth hurts. <laughs> hey, um, I'm not hating on your acting <laughs> skills, bro. Like I said. Give me so proper anytime, bro. Shamar, I'll be the sweetheart of the world. Shamar, on this half of the particle sons, I do like to apologize. Which camera? I would like to apologize for that asshole statement. Okay, <laughs> I'll have to say it. You the goat. You the goat. You the goat. Okay, forget what they telling you. You be great. Name one Shamar A list movie. Tyler Perry, man, as a diary of a tired black woman. It brought it look, it brought the black people to the movies. So wait, what, what, how do you how do you consider a movie an A-list movie? Um, I think it has to, I, I think it's determined by the budget. By the budget? Yeah, I, I think so it, Blair Witch Project was I like think, a cheap thing, yeah, but they made multi-millions? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, not yeah, an A-list yeah, movie? Yeah, there was a, there was no A-list actors in Blair. There wasn't even no B-list <laughs> actors in Blair Witch. See, it was fine. I don't even think they reached the level of C, Marv. Let's be real. <laughs> Blair Witch Product was a bunch of D students who said, let me just take my camera and run out in this field and film some shit. And they got lucky. Oh, hey, listen, look, you, cool. you, you hit that luck streak. It's good. It's good to you. 
There's still time for Shamar. This ain't plenty of time. Plenty of time. Would they cast him? So, okay, what if Shamar did a game show and showed you a different side of stuff that you wanted to see? If he did a game show? Like, what if he hosted a game show? What if Shamar decided he wanted to host, like, you know? I mean, like we say, there's levels to this. He skipped some levels if he hosted a game show. <laughs> I don't think you just get a game show right off the Drew Carey like never that. did a movie. Who that? Drew Carey. But he, but his price is right. Yeah, but Drew Carey, he he almost reached a a list of status with his comedy and shit like that within his TV show. I think he almost, he almost he was almost there because at one point there was a, at one point his name was mentioned. One point his name was mentioned in Marvel. So Drew Carey is a so Drew Carey right Shamar Moore, who's a better actor? I would say Shamar Moore. I'm about to say don't disrespect. I say Shamar Moore is a better actor. Don't disrespect. Don't go like that. They're not gonna say Shamar's of the work. So who's a better actor now? Shamar Moore. Right. Malik Yoba. I'm still going to go with Shamar. All right. I'm all still right. going to go with Shamar. <laughs> Thank you. Malik, dark skin brothers. I'm here, but I'm, I'm going to get to the light skin dude. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, so you, you, you just support Malik all the way. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's Including a, the, 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 the the I Like Trans Women campaign. No, nah, he on that. On his own? On his own. On his own. As a dark skin brother. <laughs> I'm here with you, but the light skin dude had it over on me on this one. Team light skin. Yo, okay, was Lil Wayne right about you heard what he said and stuff? Why Drake gets so much hate about him being uh, a light skin, a, a light skin brother? Are we hating on Shamar more? Are you guys hating on Shamar because he's light skin? <sighs> I I mean, they do get a lot of jabs because at one point. <laughs> You know, light skin was like definitely in, and the brothers, the dark skin brothers, wasn't getting no love. So yeah, now, yeah, when you know, it was that late eighties. That's I want to say like eight, late eighties, early nineties, and in, in between. Who's the cause there. of that? The barge, the the barge family. I, I think that the barge had a bit to do with. But it. they're part Latino, L- aren't they? LL Cool J had a you know a part to do with it. Him too. NCIS, look at him. Silver screen rapping. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. He's, he's prime time. He's at least a B. He he, he, he sometimes he gets bumped up to an A. But he, I I'd say uh, sometimes he gets bumped up to an A. a. What is this sometimes bumped up when A? He does the big flicks, man. When he does it, with, what was the Deep um, Blue Sea? Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, that's a big budget movie, man. They, they pay. They probably pay top dollar to put L on that. To put the the the, the animated sharks and the machine sharks. <laughs> okay, all right, fair, 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 fair. So LL LL or Shamar Moore. I'm gonna give it to L. I'm gonna give it to L. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna give give it to L. It's just it's just two. Shamar, I can always spot a hater when I see one. I'm not gonna point no elbows though. We'll leave it like that, big homie. It's just, Shamar, you you know you are the soap opera goat. You just told the man he wasn't an A list. You're the soap opera goat. <laughs> You're the soap opera goat. Yeah, the soap opera goat. Victor Newman is the soap opera goat. <laughs> Victor Newman, A lister in the soap opera world. <laughs> No, he's not an A-list actor. <sighs> no. Wow. He's a B-list actor. So you guys really he's do a, shit on soap opera people. He's a, he's a B-list actor. Why is he a B-list actor? If you say Victor Newman, that's not even a man's name. That's the man's character. That's his character. Right? That means he's that goat. That, that he's the soap opera goat. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this guy, I'm done with him. I'm done. Yo. If you would have thought to kids. Or adults who never ever have been exposed to soap operas. 
Vitanubin would make no sense to them. I don't think soap operas is there a time. Right. And, I, and I, we've been saying that. Right. I feel like soap operas and stuff in, in itself is antiquated. Yeah. Um, we're going to, like, in those dystopian futures, like, it, it's really going to be, like, we're just going to be watching or they're going to be watching their live streamers and stuff. Look at Kai Senate. Right. He made it to the dunk off. Right? To an older demographic, they might not even know who the hell he might be. And yes. he's one of YouTube's most popular live streamers. Streamers, right? YouTube streamer, too. Right? So I look at it stuff as where this generation or the younger generation, soap operas is like definitely a thing and stuff forever in the past. I look right. at it stuff as even my generation to be binge-watching shows or like ongoing series. Yeah. This is our soap operas. Like, shit like Game of Thrones is okay, our was, soap I gonna, operas. I, I was going to say, like... House of Dragons? I was going to say... That's to, our, to, yeah. to be real, though, to be real, like, you you really have to give soap operas, like, the respect that it deserves because... It gave, I do. It gave, I don't know about you. It gave birth to, um to, to I want to say, not day, not daytime television, but that whole, that whole prime time. Like, the dynasties, the Falcon Crests, like all those shows were based upon okay, we need something in the evenings to rival what was going on in the in like the the morning and the daytimes. Mm-hmm. And then those shows and stuff, I want to say in the prime time regard, they kind of got let me let me say they got away from the mirror in the daytime. Right now, I want to say with the prime time shows and everything, they're. Not multi-layer stories, like how soap operas are. Right. Because <clears throat> soap operas, like one soap opera might have like 10 stories to just that one show. Right. Where I feel like with the primetime thing, they might just maybe two max. Yeah. But they want a whole cohesive theme going on for the yeah. whole thing. So And with the primetimes too, it, it was usually an episode a week. Whereas, I mean, soap operas, they're still give, they're giving you that story every day, right? Every day. Because the, the parts is chopped up in it. Right. Soap opera goat. <laughs> Eat a soap opera goat, man. So who's the bigger soap opera goat? Victor Newman or Shamar Moore then? Victor Newman. Come on, man. <laughs> Yo. Victor. Shamar! Victor all the way, brother. <laughs> Yo. What is Victor's real name? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it at one point, but I mean, it's just, it's just so easy to just remember Victor. That's crazy. I remember Victor. I don't know. If the, did I tell you? I, I seen him one time when um I was coming back from my niece. My niece's uh, son had a, a birthday party at some park, and we were driving along Lakeshore, mm-hmm. and we were stopped at a we were stopped at a stop sign, and he was walking across the street with with this other person, and I was like, I was look, I was looking out out the window. I was like, I go to my wife. Hey, that's Victor. <laughs> I'm still not calling him by his real name. You ready for That's this? Victor, yeah. Eric Braden. Eric. And he's German. Eric Braden. Scheiser. <laughs> 82. He's still married. Yo, I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at him, man. He's he's still married to the same woman since 1966. It's 1966. And 82, that was his first appearance? Oh, it was that his first appearance on The Young Rest? Oh, on the show? What was his first appearance? Hold on. I can probably pull up the, the info and stuff for there. But no, he's 82 years old. Oh, he's 82. He's 82? He's 82, man. 
And they said he's, he refuses to retire. They will bury him on that show. Yo, he had no fun slowing down after he had, it was once he found out he was cancer free. He's like, ain't no stopping good me for now. Him, man. Good for him, man. The GOAT. Shout out to Eric, man. Good for Shamar, him. Shamar, I can I can understand whatever. You're yeah, second yeah, in my yeah, world, yeah, though, yeah, now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just by the length of time put in by we can't that Eric, Eric gotta be number one right now. Man said there's no he refuses to retire. Refuses to retire. I'm not mad man, at that. He's a soap opera goat. He's a soap opera he's, goat. He's, he's a soap opera goat. Oh well. Yo. Real quick, before we get cracking and stuff to some, you know, the question of the week. What's going on in black comedy, though? Black comedy's like there's beefs everywhere. <sighs> like, I don't know. I've been I've been listening to white comedy lately. Oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to free my mind of all this tension that's happening. Do what's black in the black community. <laughs> Yo, what's the black people like beef over peace? Because in, in your white comedy world, you're watching. Who's beefing over there? Ain't nobody beefing over there. Ain't nobody beefing, ain't nobody over, beefing over there, man. It's like, it's, it's beef free. <laughs> it's beef free. They got vegan comics over they there. They got vegan comics. Yo, I look at it where... Do you see the thing with, Tori, with Corey Holcomb and, um, and Donnell Rollins? No. So he was at... So both of them was at, um, I think, the Laugh Factory. Okay. And they're in the Laugh Factory and stuff. It's all on TMZ and other places and stuff. And Donnell went on first. And he realized that um, Corey was there. So he stayed for Corey's set. Right. To hear what Corey was going to say. Because Corey made a statement and stuff and said that if you're a comedian and you've been in three movies. Right. You suck some dick to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Corey... Corey be on some Donnell Rollins has been in four movies Corey be on some cat shit <laughs> Yeah right And then that's what I'm saying Cat Kevin Hart Right You know what I'm saying Corey Holcomb and stuff He was saying like You know Chappelle He's out here bombing For his shows And everything like that I look at it as a Big show no But I think I understand where Corey is coming from Right Cause it didn't Come off to me like As like a A full hater move When he said it because he's like, yo, Chappelle is still the goat to him in, like, movies and certain type of things. Yeah. And conversationalist stuff. Like, yeah, if you... What is it? Is it Midnight Marauders? Right. The yeah. podcast? Yeah. He's like, yeah, those aspects, Chappelle is, is, is great. But he's like, when it comes to stand-up comedy... Right. He's like, nah. He's like, yo, this... He's like, a lot of people are like, oh, shit, he's going to go bomb. But I'm like, where do you practice your material on if you're Chappelle? Right. Right. Because if everybody around you is going to tell you, like, you're funny, and you're like, yo, I got some new material I want to try out on you and stuff like that. They're yes, men. They're going to probably right. just kiss ass. Right, right. Now, if you go to the trenches, they'll tell you, like, you're, you're, you're goaded or you ain't shit. Like, I look at it as if it's where I always wanted that for some of the rappers and stuff, right? Like, when Meat Mill was talking about he was going to go battle uh, Murder Mook and everything, I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. Let me know if you're real. Yeah, because some of them need the humbling experience. And I think when Chappelle gets booed at these other lower shows, yeah. they're humbling things for him to refine and retune his jokes. Therefore, when it comes to the specials, they're minted. Right. So he kind of clapped at him. Obviously, we know... Rollins is his boy. Rollins is his boy. Right. Then they start clapping at the, on Corey Holcomb's set. 
Ron, Donnell and stuff is saying his piece and stuff, whatever, like yelling at him from like from he's the, the audience, heckler from the audience, yeah, from the audience, right? Yelling at him and stuff, whatever, talking about like you've been in some movies too. That means you suck dick too. <laughs> I was like, why does that part of the statement bother you that much? <laughs> unless, 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 unless. But I was looking at something like, I thought let's just all get this bread, get these jokes off, and just just do these things, right? Yeah, because it's not like there's an like an outpour of white comedians who have like. If if they want to say there's gatekeepers, it's not like there's an outpour of white comedians who've gotten past or through the gatekeepers. Like even within the the white, we create these gatekeepers. I, I feel I feel I feel like a good portion of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Explain to me like the check in thing. Like like I'm black celebrity, right? I come to your town. Yeah. Explain why I have to check in. When if, if I'm white celebrity, yeah, I'm coming to your town. I don't have to check in. Well, you know, you as a black comedian or a black person or a black whatever, you not you shouldn't have to check in. You shouldn't have to check in. But then you still have to check in. They still be checking in. Yeah, yeah. For these places, so I feel like we maybe we create these gates. The gatekeepers. No, like I like I feel like the like the black people might create these gates and stuff, or, or make oh. these fictional gatekeepers and stuff. Because okay. if you're looking at stuff like. Yeah, you can't do nothing in this town without me. This is my town. You got to come see me and everything. I look at this stuff as where I've heard, what is it? Restaurants and stuff like that being on the take or they kind of like on the take, yeah. but like the mafia kind of like strong arms, like, yo, you want to keep your restaurant I, here? I don't know if it's necessarily being gate kept or, get, or having gatekeepers opposed to being a part of an elite club. Talk about it. What do you mean? Like, Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. He ran with the Rat Pack, right? So, I I can assume running with the Rat Pack afforded him certain opportunities within show business that he probably wouldn't have gotten without running with the Rat Pack. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? Correct. So, I'm saying, it's maybe it's not you not being able to get in. It's maybe you're not friends with those who are already in. But I feel like this, because <clears throat> I, I, I know for a fact there's a difference between white famous and black famous. Right, yeah. Like if we look at like, we're, walk, we're working from like, let's say top of the new year and stuff, whatever. Cat Williams, black famous. Right. Kevin Hart, white famous. Right. Right? Like I look at this stuff as where now the division has been, I mean, there was always a division, but now it's looking like where you thought most of the black famous people kind of stood together, yeah. you're not pointing out, saying like they're not standing with everybody, right? Like, okay, you put Oprah and Tyler Perry as white famous, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? So if you put them in and stuff, then you got people clapping at them. Right, right. From the black famous side, and then on the black famous side, there's more like a squabble and whatever going on. See, like white famous might be the side you might want to be on. You get this bread and you stay out the gut. Let's be. Let's hope you didn't be, suck a nut. Over there. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a bad bar. It was, it was it a bad bar? That's wrong. Okay. Hey, sorry. Hey, sorry. Insinu if, you suck a, if, you, if you want to suck a nut, suck a nut. You're insinuating to be white famous. There's nut sucking Me? No, involved. No, no. There's no. nut sucking involved. Is that, <laughs> what you, sucking. Is, is that what's happening? Is this what you're telling me? No, but there's a reason why some people suck seed than others. There's. There's a reason why some succeed in others. So that's it. 
right. But even like, okay, be, besides the um the the Seinfeld, the uh the Raymond, the um who's uh the uh America's Funniest Home Videos, the Bob the, Saget? Bob Saget's. Those three, right? Definitely, we know a comedy has brought them to a stage where their TV show, they, they, their TV shows have become bigger than than just the, the regular run the mill thing on TV, right? What do you mean? So like, they're, they're like, shows... like Seinfeld's a big show. Everybody loves Correct. Raymond's a big show. That, that fun, big and syndicated. Big right? and syndicated. Big and syndicated. Right. Right. How many of like the of of white comedians like can we say have reached that plateau to where we can say? You know, there, there's one, there's others sitting on the outside looking at them and saying, "Man, fuck them guys." Mm, I get what you're saying. Um, to the white comedians and stuff, I want to say there's always been rises of where they've tried them in different shows, right? And different revenues. Like, I feel like like the Larry the Cable guy. Okay. Like you have to find your own link because he's original like stand-up, right? Right. And like, because Jeff Foxworthy... Jeff, right, right. Jeff Foxworthy, that's... He's original stand-up. Yes. They gave him a show. The show didn't kind of make the cut. So let's say he never transcended like how Bob Saget did when it came to Full House or America's Funniest Home Videos. Right. Right? But I look at... Or like the Seinfeld level and stuff, but you still know of them to do their thing. It's just that like their lane wasn't... But I don't know, like, again, in that culture so much, but yeah. I feel like their lane has always been supportive. Okay. Where, like, on our side, we were on division and stuff like, did we, do we support a Monique? Do we support a Tyler Perry flick? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Did they treat Monique wrong or is Monique overreacting to type of things and stuff? Right. Whatever, right? right. Do we fuck with Kevin Hart now because he hasn't really come out and said anything about, you know, the other side is shit like that, right? Compared to like Cat Williams is saying like these people wore dresses and all that type of stuff too. Like Martin Lawrence was on the black side. Then Big Mama House came out now and now right. he's white famous. Right. There's so much division going on. So I feel like if anything, we've created like the, the like stoppages on our side because yeah. there's no unity. Well, compared to their side, it's kind of like well, Jeff Foxworthy's like, okay, so my show's canceled. All right, now I got a serious satellite radio show. Right. And I do, and I still do stand-up tours and stuff. Like, they didn't have a, a redneck comedy circuit? I think they, That's I think what it's they called? Did. I think they did. And I'm looking, I'm like, I'm not mad at that. No, no. Yeah. I wish a black person would jump on their stuff for their, but then they might get booed. So maybe, do you think, maybe it's because the, the lack of avenues that black comedians have to, to make their mark? Is why that we we see so much beef in the, amongst them. No, I think black people just too dugged out. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that. And when I say it just like that, like I look at it stuff as funny as funny, right? Right. But there's ego driven shit, whatever. Like, all right, like let's say you might hear a funny line in like a comedy, like stand up, in a stand up, whatever, right? It might make you die laughing. You might look at a person next to you in this comedy show and stuff like, yo, I know you found this shit funny and stuff. And you might know the person and stuff for that. And they might have a little, <laughs> stupid. So it's like, they don't want to just like let the comedy kind of rain and just support the fact that it was just a good joke. Yeah. And that goes, that's on a smaller scale. On a larger scale, there's tons of people that ever say Kevin Hart is not funny. Right. And then, 
they would probably say Kevin Hart might have one comedy line or one out of all the specials he done did, whatever, right? Yeah. Like I look at the stuff as like the la- the the later stuff, not so much to me. Yeah. But like the earlier stuff, yeah, I can remember like a racist dolphin. Like, yo, like, I'm like, you think about racist dolphin? You're like, shit, okay. But I'm looking at stuff as like, I can't spot out specific people's like one-liners or main jokes. Yeah. That's when they won't stick in my dome. Okay. I'll support you if I find your shit kind of funny. And if you have consistent funny, then I'm definitely rocking with you. I rocked with Kevin Hart for a good period of time. I, I put the Kevin Hart concert, like comedy shows. I was about to say, like, okay, his stand-up, right? His last stand-up. Have you seen his last stand-up? Kevin Hart? Yeah. No. Okay. When was the last one that came I'm, out? Like 2022, something I'm, like that? I'm, I'm not sure. I remember he I did one, he did one he, during the pandemic. I was going to ask if... The, okay, the last one that you've seen of him, did you find it funny? Yeah, it was what the kids called mid. Okay. <laughs> like, it, it was... It was... Ha, ha, ha. I get it. Yeah. But then I'm looking at him like... Like, you're balling. Like, like I remember when he said, like, I'm not going to put all these lights on my big-ass, long-ass driveway. You're Kevin Hart. You have multi-millions. Like, right. You're, you're right, going to put right. these lights up. Like, yeah. where are you going with this joke? But I see where you're trying to go on with it. So it's like some of the things you can tell it's a reach. Right. But then other stuff for me, I'm looking like, you got to take it for it. It's still satire. Yeah. Because I, I would see like, like on big screen, mm-hmm. for comedians, I think it, it's more of, like when you're on big screen, I think it's more of slapstick humor. That you have to put, you have to possess, as opposed to you know you you stand up, you write brilliant material that just you you deliver, right? It's mm-hmm. Like I think, like when you're on big screen, it's all about executing immediate laughs. So that's why slapstick humor works so well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't know if I really can fault Kevin for doing that type of humor. You're absolutely on, right. On the, on the no, no. Screen. When you break it down yeah. like that, you're you're right. Yeah, I don't think I can fault him for doing right. that type of humor on big screen, and that's why I asked like. Show-wise, like comedy show-wise, does he still hold that bar? Or to me, to me, bar? I want to say no. But then again, his world is different. Right. Right? Like I look at his stuff as where, like let's say somebody, if we're talking like, let's say, like comedian-wise just in general. Yeah. Bill Burr just don't, doesn't give a fuck. Right. And that's across the board. Yeah. Right? So Bill Burr is definitely not in it for like the check. Right. Or the bag. Kevin Hart is constantly working to do other type of things and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's constantly like, yo, I, I want to always be working, always be grinding, doing things nonstop and stuff, whatever. So it's kind of like, you're doing it for a check or you're doing it to build the empire or to do some things and stuff like that where right. Bill Burr is like, this is the fuck I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I feel like, and, and there's no shade to Kevin, but I'm like, it kind of seems like you want to be liked everywhere to continue to doing continue. all these multiple these multitude of levels of things that you right. do. Yeah. Right? So I look at the stuff that's different than like, again, if you look at someone like Kat, now, it's like, I don't give a damn. I'm still doing these specials. I'm still doing me and I'm right. still making this, this cake. I'm on this lane. Right. So I look at it stuff as like, yeah, you're not going to like me for whatever reason. Like, okay, you guys claim I did drugs or you claim I did this and that and no. Nah. I feel like everybody has their lane. And right. Kevin Hart, like you said, shouldn't be shitted on because he's writing for the slapstick kind of yeah, stuff. Like that. Now when he's doing that, whatever, the times is just constantly just changed with like 
certain comedies and certain levels of where you are in life. Like right. I look at it stuff as where, let's say, and I find this, let's say for, um, if you were married to a woman who might've been Indian. Okay. You take it to an Anzis Ansari comedy show where they're talking about how Indian women might be or the Indian women demographic might be like and stuff like that. And you're like, as a black man who has Indian wife, you can relate to some of this. Yeah. Whatever, right? But then, again, you as a black man trying to relate to like possibly like balling, shot calling type of lifestyles and stuff, whatever, with Kevin Hart stuff, you might not be able to relate. Right. The earlier stuff you might be able to because like more family orientated compared to like, yo, uh, what do you say? I was going to say Malik Yoba because he came up in my head. Um, Makai Fife. Makai Fife. But he's telling the joke about like how Makai Fife shut down Disneyland for his right. daughter's birthday. Right. I'm like, that's some baller shit. I probably might not understand. I might understand, but we wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then when he's like, well, we did a blow up castle and SpongeBob and the SpongeBob was dug out, he'd be like, yeah, you can that's see that. That's more my speed. Yeah. <laughs> so that... Let's get to the question of the week and get ready to slide, man. All right. First, the question of the week says, what's the thing you most want to achieve before you die? Mm. Um, that, that, that trip to, uh, trip to Africa and, and looking at the, some of the rooms. A trip to Africa? Yeah, look at some rooms. I, de I definitely, that's definitely one of the top things on my bucket list. I know I said if I, um, I'm going. I'm going to go to Ghana one day for right. sure. Yeah, all my Ghanaian peoples and stuff. Whatever I told them and stuff. I'm just going to jump on with one of them one, yeah. of, one of these times. So I have a translator. My tree is not the best. Right. I just know basic shit. Yeah. But I need to get better if I'm going to be on yeah. that flight, on flight going. Yeah. But I said when I do go to Ghana, I would touch those um, the 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 dock the the port before the slave ship. Yeah. You know where the slave ships leave and yeah. stuff. Whatever. I definitely want my hands to touch that wall, whatever, before I die. But I said, it like, it's going to last something? Last. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I can't remember the name too. It's like a last point of or something like this. Something similar to that. Yeah, because like there's a door of no return or something right. like that, whatever, yeah. there. And yeah. then, and once you go through the door and it takes you to the ship wise, to the, um, to the, to the boat, it's a wrap. Um, what I want to achieve before I die. That kind of derailed me for a little bit, but I, I like that. Um, I think for me is that I would love to be at a point where our show, even if the not the show itself, but the thoughts and like at least and the credit is still due and given, yeah, helps inspire people to have more conversations with other people, right? Like the things that we talk about and stuff are everyday human stuff. Right. I, I feel like where you and I are still at a level where we still identify as human. Yeah. I think when you're blue check verified, you're you're in a different kind of landscape. Right. Because we can still get DMs from Randos telling us that they they uh, they love the show, they like this, that, and the third, or they want to have conversations. Yeah. And I think when you become blue check verified and stuff, those DMs get falled off and stuff. Yeah. Like so now there's now a pit. Between, you know, the blue checks and the non-checks. Right. Whatever, right? So I would hope conversations and everything that we talk about still at least spin out there. Because I remember when the, um, it's the hot dog a sandwich thing. Yeah. I was tight about it. 
way back when. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not in my I'm not in my feelings and stuff no more. Yeah. I'm not in my bag and stuff. What I look at and stuff is where the content is still coming out there. But again, the credit when the credits do, right, it may come back. So I know for a fact that like even when I hear it other places, people still chime back at me. Yeah. So I'm looking like that means I'm getting the credit. Right, right, right. It doesn't have to be on a grand ass scale and stuff, whatever, but it's still there. And it 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 it's funny when you say that, because I, I was even thinking when you sit when you said that, how dope it would be to like get like like a like a video message or some sort of message from a fan where they say, you know, they tell us about maybe a topic or a question that we posted and mm-hmm. how they brought it back to their community or their friends and so forth like that. And like, this is how the conversation went. I love that. This, you know what I mean? Like just, hear, I love that. Just see how, you, okay, you took that thought and it was a, a thought worthy enough for you to say, Hey, let me try that out in my circle and see what type of friends I have within my circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Let's get to that ass sons. It's way baby. First ass sons come from Misty underscore R. What did everyone have 25 years ago that nobody has now? Shit, you know what I tried to look for the other day on Amazon? What? And I seen them and I was like, uh, is it even worth it? An MP3 player. Really? Yeah. Why? Just to see if they still exist. Oh. You, you're getting vintage things though for a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I, and, that, and that's what it was. A lot, I seen a lot of vintage stuff and I'm like, well, but do people really like buy vintage? And I, I guess. They buy it, but I, like, I don't think it's more for the use purpose. More of just like, like picture those, um, the last MP3 player that I can think of is the iPod mini. Right, right. And like the iPod shuffles. Yeah. Because those ones and stuff that are, you just, the music is just on it. Right. And its sole purpose is just to... Just to play music. That's just to it. play the music That's and stuff, it. whatever, right? And then when you have things like the phones that play music and stuff, we've not gotten away with the purpose for the MP3 players. So that's why right. I really think like it's just hobbyists and enthusiasts. Enthusiast. I think for me, I thought about this. A booklet for the CD cases and cars. CD cases in general. <laughs> CDs. <laughs> Yo, because I thought about it where um I think so in 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 my armrest and stuff, whatever, right? Like when so my father passed. Right. My arm in the armrest and stuff, whatever. So in the CD player itself, now my asshole. I think I like a like a mixtape or something, like an old mixtape they don't have no more. Yeah. But I know for a fact one day I was driving, I was cutting it. And then I was driving and then I hit a bump and it scratched and I'm like, this is why I don't listen to CDs. <laughs> so I had a moment where I kind of lost it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So I keep a CD and stuff in deck. And when my father passed, he had like these, I guess his smooth boy R&B mix. Right. And I'm looking like, I listen to it. I'm like, this is what you call. <laughs> but I'm like, but then again, these are older gentlemen so, so older at gen- the time. So, so I was like, it's older generation. I thing. get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I get it. Right. So, and I look at it as if it's where I don't really like to have the CDs kind of just raw dogging out there like that. No. But I'm like, if I had a CD booklet. <laughs> CD booklet. So, yeah. CD booklet. That was, that was, that was my answer for that. Yeah. 
Uh, next question comes from Indica Galaxy. What comes easy to others but not to you? You know what I have a hard time doing? Walking away from my tray when I eat at a fast food restaurant. But I see a lot of people do it. Like, just get up and just leave and go about their business. I always feel like... So I, you were raised by decent people. Yeah, I always feel like I need to just... <laughs> like, I feel a way if I get up and just leave my tray there same, on the table. Same. Yeah. Same. I think... I think remember when I was younger. Right. I probably did it. Yeah. Haphazardly. Yeah. Because I remember one day specifically, I was with um, some kids from school. So where my middle school was at the time, like in seventh grade, I used to go to this, this middle school. I don't know if it's still there. Walter C. Young. Okay. So it was a mall, Pembroke Mall, not too far from there. And one of my peoples that I knew, his uncle worked in the food court. Okay. Or worked in the the, the housekeeping for like, you know, Right. For the mall. Right. So it's kind of like we're there, key, key, having food, making a mess. Yeah. And then he's like, I see him talking to you. He's like, yeah, this is my uncle and stuff. Whatever. He works here and everything. I was like, oh, shit. So now we're making a mess for a friend's uncle. Like, this is kind of fucked. Right, right. So I, I always try to be mindful of it ever since way back when. But I know there's a few times I probably just got up. Like, they, if everybody just ran off and everything. Hey, I want to come too. And I just run off and yeah. shit too. So yeah. I know I'm guilty of it some spaceship form in my life, but. Not often. I think for me, forgiveness. Okay. Like I said, we were talking earlier and like forgiveness is a real superpower. Because mm -hmm. I think if I say fuck you, I think it's a, it's a fuck you for a good period of time. I have to see certain type of things within you from what I previously know about you right. to what I know about you now. Right. For me to say, all right, we can slightly get us a chance. Yeah. You're still scrutinized. But... For me to say I'm going to fully let my guard down and stuff, whatever, around you again, oh, yeah. it's going to take some time. Mm. Because I find it hard to kind of forgive. I don't forget. Right, right, right. I have a memory of the elephant. Um, we're flying through these. Last one comes from Express Bridget. What is something you're certain you witness but lack the evidence to support it? Yo, the other day, I saw this. I feel like it was a um, a shady drug deal. And the reason I say this was like a shady drug deal because I'm not going to say where I was because I probably get bodies for this if it is, <laughs> if it is what it is. But basically, if they see this face, <laughs> let me put my hat down a little lower. <laughs> Yo, but it was a white guy and a black guy. Okay. And duffel bags were exchanged. And then they looked at each other. And one, one like, I, I was in my car. Right. So I couldn't really hear too much, whatever, because one at time you had the windows up. Yeah. But it was kind of like, I feel like the lips and stuff from like the white guys, like, you have a nice day. And he's like, fuck you, white boy. It was like one of those <laughs> ones. So it's kind of like, <laughs> This is only business. <laughs> Whatever, right? Come looking like, you got a duffel bag. You got a duffel bag. Duffel bags are swapped. I'm here. I'm looking like, I don't even want to start the car. You're feeling like Shamar? Yeah. You're feeling like Shamar Moore and Criminal Minds. Yes. <laughs> On an episode of Criminal Minds. What the goat taught me <laughs> is just to pay attention to the scene and acquire information. Yeah, and acquire information. Don't bust your gun just yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was it. But I was like, yo, I'm certain of that. Other times, stuff, whatever. I, I had this one case stuff where, where I know, I I know what I saw. It was I was with a group of friends. I have a friend named Keisha and stuff, whatever. Shout out to Markeisha. Markeisha wouldn't know. We saw we were all outside as friends at Markeisha's auntie's house and stuff one day. And we looked up on the house across the street. It was like a gorilla creature like on by the chimney area. So we're all pointing at it and it did a shimmy around the chimney because yeah. we were all staring at it. So decided to hide it. People got in cars and just drove <laughs> off. I was like, what the fuck is that? I have no evidence of it. But y'all seen the Mothman. <laughs> y'all seen the Mothman. That was to this day. To this day, it was the Mothman. Um, I think I witnessed like, and I don't know if I would call it like a like a hijacking or some sort of takeover. But one day, me and my son were driving into the city and we're on the highway, right? And I seen it. It, it was an airliner, right? I seen an airliner flying, and something just said, "Just just look back up at the sky." And by the time I looked back up at the sky. There was a group of fighter jets on each side of the airliner. And I, was, and I called my son, yo, do you see that? Do you, do you see that? And it's like, and it's like, it looked like all of a sudden they, like, they were guiding it somewhere, like, to, like, for it to go somewhere. Like, that's some shit you don't see every day. Could this be a hijacking or something where, and, but then I never I I searched might, the news, it might have been like an that. ambassador. I've never, I've never heard anything, right? Might have been an ambassador and stuff, whatever. And like, you know, that that's the protection squad. It's like Could've Air been. Force One. Air yeah. Force One has jets by it that yeah. flies by it, right? Yeah. Might have been. Might have been a diplomat. Okay. We are here. We are here. We came, we saw, we conquered. Good job. Good job. As always. Get to so say the suns this week. So say the suns this week is a little, a little blunt, but bear with me. So say the suns this week says, some people murder their monsters while others marry theirs. You decide. So, so say the, the suns. Um, I look at it stuff as yeah, you should be able to at one point in your life to be able to put the monsters and stuff preferably to bed, but it beats to take them out the game or just put them to bed in general. Right, and then some other people want stuff. They make peace with it so much that they would marry their monsters. Like, I know there's people out here where they looking like their home is not even a place where they can get peace because they have to go home to a monster. Right. Right? And you could be a key component to your victory by putting that monster stuff proverbially, not figuratively speaking, not literally speaking, but figuratively speaking, to bed by, you know, local, you know, Letting the authorities know, putting them on their asses and stuff to do better, to be right. better people. Yeah. Whatever the case, it's still a choice you have to make. Right. So, so say the so sons. So says the sons. Yes. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. I'm dropping bars, dropping gems and stuff. What? Even though other comedy black people want to beef, we're we not here beefing. We're A listers. We're. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> I'm right after Shamar. We're, we're I'm right after Shamar. You're right after? <laughs> I'm right after Shamar. Shamar, well, I mean, you're welcome on the podcast. Listen, we're still trying to get him on some Hallmark stuff, bro. Listen, if, if you can get Marvin to some of the Hallmark movies. Yeah, Shamar, pull, pull some strings and stuff. But I might have to get like a mouthful of veneers for that, whatever. So but, you know. At least one. Big teeth Mark to be ready for this. Hark, 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 hark. <laughs> And that's it, man. That's it. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Suds, man. Do subscribe on all platforms all possible. Platforms. Enjoy it. We are here. We're here to give you the, the real. And once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Suds. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Peace and love. Eddie Burnett. The Particle Suns with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>